Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or visit amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free and catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. everyone, and welcome to the Lauren Interviews Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, it is Wednesday, and let's see here, guys. So over the weekend, I found this to be a lot more interesting, I think, than most people. I actually thought it would be splashed across like every um, news outlet like in the world, but it wasn't. Uh, Army Hammer spoke out for the first time since the 2021 allegations um, came out against him that he's a cannibal, that he abused women, that he groomed them, that he raped a woman named Effie. I mean, all of the above. He has been in hiding in the Cayman Islands uh, basically for two years, and he hasn't done any press. It's been pretty crazy for him. So as soon as these DMs were released, um, they were, they were leaked in 2021 of army saying, you know, he wants to eat her ribs. He wants to barbecue them and eat them because he's a cannibal. It's just, he wants to drink her blood. I think her, this was Courtney Volkovich, uh, one of his ex-girlfriends he sent this to. So yeah, that came out, uh, and wow, shocker. He got canceled. So his agency dropped him. Um, William Morris, he got dropped from the Lionsgate film shotgun wedding, which, uh, starring JLo, which actually just came out. And, um, yeah, he just, he, started living in seclusion in the Cayman Islands. There was rumors that Robert Downey Jr. was helping him with his sobriety and his like sober living partner, which turned out to be true. Army just confirmed this over the weekend. But yeah, he gave this explosive interview to Airmail, which is this digital newsletter that you actually have to pay for. Um, And, you know, he said that or I don't want to say he blamed his behavior on this, but he definitely tried to make an excuse for himself by saying that he was molested by a youth pastor at age 13 and that he did not um, quite understand uh, like how sexuality worked because of this. He, he basically said that he wanted to be dominant after this experience because he wasn't the dominant one. And like, yeah, that's that's really sad if you were molested at 13. I'm not going to say that that's not sad. and But I just, I don't know, just like don't make excuses. <laughs> he didn't even, he didn't even touch on the rape allegation. I believe that's because the LAPD is still looking into it. However, I interviewed his aunt, Casey Hammer. You can go back and you can listen to this episode. This is actually only a few months ago um, after the House of Hammer documentary came out. And Army, his family, his dad, his grandpa, his great-grandpa, I mean, there is a family history of just abuse towards women. His, His grandfather 
basically molested his aunt Casey from a young age and beat the crap out of Army's grandma, his wife. So Casey tells me this in the interview. She also brings it up um, or or a couple instances of this up in the documentary. And um, I find it interesting that he he didn't even really touch upon that, that you know, maybe this is a psychological thing that's just genetic and and runs in the family. And and still, you obviously need to get help for that. But um, that could definitely be something. But yeah, he uh, he drops a lot of bombs in this interview. I'm I'm writing an article right now for Nikki Swift. Um, just that's called Chilling Details about his family history. So that will be available by next week. You can read all about that. He also comes out and says that after the documentary dropped about his family, he contemplated suicide as well, but then thought of his kids and said, nah. Um, sorry, that's not funny. I don't know why. I, I was laughing. I didn't mean to laugh. I wasn't laughing. Anyway, okay, let's get let's get to today's guest because he is just a bright light, just like my guest last week, Steve Audrey from journey. This guy, I mean, how did I get so lucky? Two weeks in a row, two guests that just happen to be so positive, so just steady and even, if that makes sense. I think that you'll know what I mean when you listen to this interview, but I have actor Tori Kittles. He um, right now is in The Equalizer on CBS. He's a regular on that show. He was on the first season of True Detective, and he was on my favorite show. You've heard me talk about this show before, Sons of Anarchy. So he is just, gosh, the definition of a working actor, but he came on um, the podcast. He's promoting a new movie that's coming coming out February 10th called Among the Beasts. And it's about this ex-military, ex-Marine, um, that's daughter was attacked and um, it's him getting retaliation. So you guys know that's right up my alley. That is straight up um, revenge. Hell yeah, I love that. Um, but anyway, no, you're going to love Tori. He's so great to talk to and he's just so nice. So I loved our conversation. We don't get into anything too deep. So, you know, I think the last couple episodes besides Steve Audrey have been a little bit deep, um, you know, between Melanie Martin and Joe Exotic and Jeff Lowe. It's been a lot. So I think with Tori, you can just kick back and uh, listen to this awesome actor tell some cool stories. Most weight loss plans are one size fits all not taking into account each person's individual needs. Noom is built for your psychology and your biology, meeting you where you are. Noom Weight uses psychology. That's why they say losing weight starts with your brain. But it also takes into account your unique biological factors, which also affect weight loss success. The program helps you understand the science behind your eating choices and why you have cravings. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first-ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available for pre-order wherever books are sold. And here's your prescription. I know just the pharmacy to get this filled. Who are you? A pharmacy benefit manager. A middleman your insurer uses to decide which medicines you can get, what you pay, and sometimes even which pharmacy you should go to. Why can't I go to a pharmacy in my neighborhood? Because I make more money when you go to a pharmacy I own. (laughs) No one should stand between you and your medicine. Visit phrma.org slash middleman to learn more. Paid for by Pharma. Hi, Lauren. Good morning. How are you? 
Great. How are you? I'm doing well uh, for a Monday, I guess. You're very brave to do something like yeah. this on a Monday morning. I don't know what's wrong with you, but no, just kidding. Um, I mean, are you East Coast or are you West Coast? Tell me, East Coast. I'm a, I'm on the West. I'm on the West Coast right now. I, oh I uh, normally I'm on the East Coast, but I'm on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, wow. I actually, I did. I came in for the weekend. I, um, you know, normally we're shooting the Equalizer on the East Coast, and so mm. I would have been there, but I had the bright idea to come to LA to deal with a couple <laughs> things. So, so I wanted to wake up really early with you on a Monday morning. That, that, wow. That's what it was. You know what, though? You're my kind of guy because you committed to this, you did this, and you kept it. Like, that's that's pretty awesome because I just, we're at the point now, I think, with Gen Z. Nobody keeps their, you know, their commitments, and I'm just very used to people being like, oh, I'm tired, I'm going to bail. So, kudos to you, man. <laughs> no, I believe in keeping my promises. So, yes. you know, I'm glad to be here with you. You're so awesome. All right. Okay. So, okay. Tell me about, uh, about your new movie. Cause it looks really creepy among the beasts. I can't wait for you to see it. Uh, among the beasts. Yeah. It's, you know, it's the story of a flawed hero, a former Marine dealing with PTSD who teams up with a gangster's daughter mm. to go after a kidnapped child. Um, we shot oh. it in New York city. Um, we got to explore what it would be like in real life to look for a loved one who's gone missing. Um, you know, we, we, we had, we had a lot of gifts on this film and that's the thing about shooting in New York that, that you get. We, we had some combat veterans open up their world to us and we spent some time with them and, um, a lot of them shared their personal stories and, and we were so moved by them that we put them in the film. Um, and they added a level of authenticity to the movie that we never would have had without them. So, you know, I got to say thank you to those guys, those veterans who, who, you know, just poured their souls out for us. Um, And, uh, you know, it helped us make our action thriller. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Yeah, we wanted to make a a movie for the people. We wanted to make an an action thriller and ground it in some real-life circumstances. And, um, And what better place to do that than New York City? Yes, exactly, exactly. And you, um, are you from New York City? Did I imagine? I'm not. That? No, I'm, okay. I'm from a. I'm from a small town with one stoplight called oh. Lottie, Florida. Oh <laughs> my goodness! So basically, yeah, the total opposite. I don't know why I imagined that you were from New York City. Okay, well, that's you did a great job um, with your description of the movie because it, it really sounds like my kind of movie. But I mean, I just. Those also give me like the heebie-jeebies, you know, because I have kids of my own and I'm like, man, if anything is worth going to prison, if someone touches my kid, I guess that's worth going to prison for. Oh, you, you know, you I mean, that's the thing we really wanted to deal with. Like, what would you actually do if you found somebody yeah. who took your loved one? Like, how far would you go? And those are questions that we, we wanted to ask and we wanted to explore that world, you know? I mean, like like you just said, hey, if somebody touched my kid, yeah, ooh, yeah. there's no Yes. You know, no, and- <laughs> I I always think about that where I'm like, I'm at the coffee shop and like, you know, they're really pissing me off. And she's really, you know, she's really, really got me going. I'm like, you know what? This this check not worth going to jail for. That's not worth it. But um, yeah. yeah, something like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Okay. Yeah. But I wanna I wanna pivot really quick because I um one of my favorite shows 
ever, like ever was, I know it sounds dark, but it was Sons of Anarchy. And that's when I first recognized you and your talent. And just, I mean, that show, I mean, would you say that was one of the better shows that you've worked on? Or am I just hoping that you're going to say that? you know, no, no, no. I, I loved working on, on that show. Um, you know, Ron Perlman and Charlie Hunnam and, and you know, and, and all of those those guys, you know, on that show, they were so great. And they invited me into that world to play. Um, yeah. It was such a just a wonderful world. Bikers, you know what I'm saying? Gangsters. It was yeah. it was really great. And um, and it was Shakespearean in, in such a way. And, you know, and that's an, a tribute to to Kurt Sutter and, and how he constructed it all. So it was I loved being on that show. Yeah, you know, I, I had some really, I had some really, really great experiences when it comes to to work in, in television and in, in film. You know, I got a chance to be a part of the first season of True Detective. You know, yes. Matthew and Woody. You yes. know, like that. I, that I was remember great. that you know? too. <laughs> I read something, yeah, Tori. You know? That I read this article um, about you and Matthew working together, and you you were just shocked at the amount of cigarettes he he chain smoked or something like that. You were like, he just went one after another or something to get into character. He could he, he, he completely committed to the character. Let's, let's <laughs> <say that>. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like dude your lungs yeah, you like know, they're rotten a, now just stop man just stop <laughs> you know it's, hey it's the thing the things that, that we will do for a performance you know mm. because the performance will live long after us so you know that, that'll be something that people remember and, and, and he was so great in, in, in that in that show him Woody everybody you know Michelle Michael Potts yeah. uh, we had such a great cast that was um, and, such and a good I, cast I got the good fortune of yeah and I got the, I got the good fortune of working with you know the queen, you know, Latifa yes. on the Equalizer. Yes, um, she gets better you know, with age um, too. Oh, she is. She is incredible. Did you see her rocking last night at the Grammys? Yeah, man, <laughs> she yes. is so amazing. She is. She was so amazing. Yeah, I was watching. And I was like, oh wow, I get to work with her. I can't wait to Aww. see her when I get back to New York this week. You are yeah, so sweet. So I love that you love her so. I mean, I just, you know, I saw her when I what was that? Oh, hustle. When I saw her in hustle this year, I'm like, she really does get better with age. I don't know what is like, you know, going on right now, but I feel like <laughs> a lot of these, you know, these actresses and actors that I grew up watching, they look ten times better now. Um, but. I was going to ask yeah, you. Amazing. Yeah, no, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, 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 go ahead. Sorry, well, I was going to ask you just because you, you've been working for a very long time. You seem to be um, one of, I don't want to say one of the few actors, but you, you're like your IMDb, it's constantly um, just filled with projects and you always have upcoming projects and you're, you know, you're just always busy, but what, I mean, would you say, Hollywood and and acting and just the business in general has changed drastically since the pandemic, or would you say it's slowly getting back to what it was? I think, you know, people are getting back to, uh, I think we're realizing that, hey, the audience wants to be entertained. And I think we're moving into that direction again. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that's what we tried to do with Among the Beasts was make a movie for the people, ground it in real elements, but recognize that, hey, we're here to serve the audience, you know, and um, and that's what we really wanted to do. So I think I think the town is, is moving more into that direction. We've had such a, you know, a couple of years, these last couple of years with, with some huge hits, you yeah. know, Tom Cruise leading the charge, you know, <laughs> Avatar breaking two records. 
So people are, are wanting to see, you know, they want to be entertained. Um, and, yeah. and I think that's happening more and more. There's so many different outlets and streamers and everything. So it's hard to sort of cut through. Um, but the but the cream always rises to the top. Well, you know? I, guess, so, um, I guess what I mean is like, has so has something like that helped you almost as an actor? Because there's so many different streaming services now that people can get their pilots sold and there's a better shot of, you know, it making it somewhere. Or, you know, I'm just thinking from, I guess, like, behind the scenes, right? Like now you get to audition yeah. and just send self tapes and you don't have to go anywhere. So it must be sort of easier. I, I don't know. Just, you just, know, I was yeah, talking it through. Things I actually, I actually, no, it's a great question. It's a, one of the things that I actually remember when I first got into the business was you mm-hmm. go, you get a meeting, an appointment, you get a real script. It wouldn't come on a PDF mm-hmm. and you would, you would, you know, learn the script and you'd go to a meeting. And when you got there, it was every actor who was working in town <laughs> were all waiting in a line down a yeah. hallway. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> you, you had that personal sort of experience um, of being around your peers, you know, who were all, you know, just trying to find their ways. Mm-hmm. And, and I kind of, there's something about that that was, uh, that was, that was for the time that I really loved about that. I love yeah. being able to see the faces of my peers and know that we were going through the same struggle, you know, mm-hmm. putting together a self tape. I think there's a, uh, you know, it's a way that we do things now. I don't know if there's an energy that's been lost because, you know, as you know, seeing yes. someone on a screen, it's a lot different than feeling somebody in the, in a room. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. Tori, I'm better in person. I am an in-person like kind of girl. I am like, I feel like I would never work if that was me. <laughs> I don't know. I, you're pretty. You're pretty great on the phone too. Oh, like, you're so <laughs> you know? you're so kind. You're so kind. Well, just to to sort of wrap this up, because I know you have other interviews to do. What I I'm, I want to see Among the Beasts, and I plan on seeing it. But for the Equalizer fans mm-hmm. of that, I mean, what can what can people expect? For um, yeah, what's, oh, what's coming a, up? We have we have some great storylines coming your way. We're back on February nineteenth. Uh, Okay. Uh, next, not this Sunday, next Sunday okay. on CBS. And, um, you know, the queen will be queening. Okay. And, you know, and the rest of our support team, myself, you know, Detective Dante, yes. you know, Mel and Harry, you know, Aunt Vi and mm. Dee, you know, we'll all be back. And, and we have so many more stories to tell. We're just getting started. Oh, my gosh. Um, That's so, awesome. So, yeah, it's, a, it's, an exciting, it's an exciting couple weeks, you know, Among the Beast this Friday, February 10th. Then you get the Super Bowl. You know, and then and oh, then. Oh no, that's not a thing. Equalize. Not a thing. We don't. Yeah, we. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, Super Bowl's not a thing, but the Equalizer is a thing. So we will we will be very excited to watch that. Watch you guys back on the dirty streets of Manhattan and beyond, um, dodging those rats, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be out there in those streets for sure. Yes, yes. Well, thank you so much, Tori. It's been lovely, lovely speaking to you on this Monday morning. Uh, Thank you so much. You have a great day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay, guys. So that was Tori Kittles. I hope you liked him. I loved him. And check out his movie, Among the Beasts. I think it's going to be great. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, And by the way, I love movies and I love TV shows. So when I say this to these people that I'm going to watch their show or their movie, I mean it. I mean, Chris Rose, I had him on a few weeks ago and he was telling me to watch BattleBots with my kids and my husband. And well, I will admit it took me about three weeks to 
finally get around to it, I did watch it. And now it's one of my son's favorite shows. So um, anyway, guys, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you listen. I'm testing out some new um, podcast cover art, too. So if it looks different um, for this week and maybe next week, that is why. If you like it, uh, shoot me an email that you like it, lauren at magicshack.com. All right. Until next time, thanks for listening. save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA Safe Pilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA Safe Pilot. Restrictions apply. 